and welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and always with me is the one man who defeated Freddy Krueger in his dreams is... The rum guy. <laughs> that's right. Uh, today, I don't know what that's about, Wayne, but I'll go with it. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm helping you out, man. You know, I, I got you. I, I, we talked about horror movies all last time, so I was just like, fuck that's it. True. I, it just stuck in my head. I was like, let's go with it. You killed Freddy Krueger. Whatever. You survived. Why not? There anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we have an incredible guest on our show today, uh, Mr. Reiner Collier. Is that how you say your last name? Yeah, All right. absolutely. See, look, dude, I'm getting way fucking Wayne, better. Wayne is the king of screwing up people's names. <laughs> I am um, getting way better, guys. Way better. I That's mean, the second guest uh, in it, a row that I didn't fuck up their name. What? He had one. We had one of the uh, the main people that influenced him musically on the show. Yeah. <laughs> And he screwed his last name up royally. It was just completely I awful. I felt so stupid. <laughs> Dude, I've been called – I do this comedy festival in Montreal, and they, they bring me out to Renoir Collier. And I'm like, you're not even trying. Like, you're not, <laughs> Man, I should have said that. You're trying to spell it. Or it's just Renoir – I'm like, Reno Collier. Uh, yeah, we have it. We got it. Yeah, it I was know, close. I'm like, Dude, you're not even – Renoir – you sound like a like a wine sauvignon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sauvignon. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'm a sauvignon. I can get called that all the time too. Yeah. <laughs> Rum's super fancy. He's super fancy. He puts his when he drinks his drink, he puts his fingers out. Yeah, it's always the lo- it's long middle ones though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So this is a heavy metal. You guys are like headbangers. Well, yeah, but we we're we're kind of a little bit of everything, dude. We we. We uh um, all music. Yeah, we love all music. The I'll, I'll give you a quick jump down of why we call ourselves the Metal Hand of God, okay? It's not only that yeah. we are into like metal music and things like that. Uh but we were uh huge into video games. Me and Rum play that's how we met. Me and him met uh playing online. And our clan so to speak was called the MHOG, which was the Metal Hand of God. So that's where the the whole show started was from that and please thing. don't take it this is not a religious show by any means we were just no! coming up with a name that was very it was like you know you know what's really intense it's metal it's uh, <laughs> the hand that smites you what is that Dude, it's god's hand you, you want to hear you want to hear a funny story of course so i i'm a christian guy but i mean i still have fun you know like i'm not Bible beating, but my dad sure. is is extremely conservative, right? So I go to okay. military school for high school with this guy John Campbell. Do you know who John Campbell is? He plays with Lamb of God. Yes, Lamb of God. yes, the band. So I'm telling my dad. My dad's like, uh, he goes, "You're in like the famous um, alumni of your military school." And I go, "Yeah," and he goes, "Yeah," but he's like, uh, you know, you're not really doing what you know you should be doing. He's like, "There's a guy that went to your school that plays in Lamb of God." That's and I go, so crazy. I go, do you know what Lamb of God is? He goes, it's a Christian rock band. I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, dumbass. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not at all. Well, well, you know, you know, their their first name was called Burn the Priest, right? I didn't know that, but yeah. I know John from high school, so I'm not shocked. Yeah, yeah, like like <laughs> like the original the original name of Lamb of God was Burn the Priest, but they had to change it because. There was another burn the priest out there. Yeah. <laughs> John really is one up. of the nicest, sweetest people you would ever know in your life. That's awesome. He seems like, like a he, really cool dude. Like I've seen videos of him just talking and stuff. He seemed like a nice guy. Dude, he's still like guys that we went to school with that we hadn't seen in years. He still hooks them up. 
he is the he's the nicest. So, he's a great dad. Like, you that's know, so fucking cool to hear, man. That people, yeah, you know, he's a, he didn't come to like we have this alumni party thing. He didn't come because his daughter's birthday and. Like he was like, man, I'd love to, but this is too much. You know, it's, it, he's just a great freaking guy. That's you know, so like cool. he love the dude. Yeah. That, that really, that's very, very cool, man. Cause like I said, like I've met, you know, people in the music world that I like really respected and they were fucking assholes. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's good to hear that other people that I've respected that are, are not assholes and they're still, you know, that good hearted kind of really cool guy, even though, you know, they're, higher echelon you know celebrities yeah and it's the worst because i don't want to meet some people that i like you know like because i'm afraid they're going to be a dick and then i'm like "Ah, right no you like will ferrell i got to hang out with him like i'm name dropping but um but i was like i don't know that i want to hang out with that guy because old school is like one of my favorite movies oh yes and and (laughs) you know he just kills me so he he ends up being the freaking best dude ever all he wanted to do was talk about my kids that's cool like he was we we get we were he's a usc fan and i was on tour with larry the cable guy who's a huge nebraska fan and has a box (laughs) so when will ferrell came to the game he wanted to kind of hide out so he's like can we hang in the box with you guys and we're like yeah you know so (laughs) when we we get we're riding over and we're in a van and he's asking me about my kids and he's just so nice or whatever. So we get out of the van and everybody sees him and they go, they're like, you're my boy blue. And they're screaming at him. And there's like a thousand people. We have to get through the stadium. So I have like a black sweatshirt on all of a sudden I feel the hood of the sweatshirt go over my head. He bends me over and starts pushing me through the crowd and he's yelling. He's like, get out of the way. This guy's, kind of famous or something he's been on comedy central and i'm going i'm thinking i'm like is will ferrell pushing me through a crowd and everyone's laughing their ass off and he's like seriously this guy says he's a big deal and i guess i believe him and people are just high five but it was brilliant because we got through everybody in like 30 seconds as opposed to cable guy who will stand and talk to everybody's mom on the phone for five hours, <laughs> and miss the game. you know, done, taking pictures with babies. And That's he, funny. Seems, he seems to be that type of guy, though. He seems to be yeah. very, you know, down down to earth that way. Totally. And then it was funny because I, I, I was on the phone. Now my ex-wife and I'm talking to her. And when Will, he walks out and he goes, who are you talking to? And I was like, oh, you want to talk to her? And he gets on the phone and he's like, hey. And she's like, who is this? And he goes, it's Will Farrell. And she goes, put Reno back on the phone, jackass. She thought it was somebody kidding. Oh, that's he funny. He hands me the phone. He's like, nice choice. She's a peach. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, who was that? I was like, Will Farrell. She goes, for real? I'm like, yeah. She goes, let me talk to him. I was like, he hates you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so brilliant, dude. Yeah, it was great. You, you know, like uh, my wife, uh, is. she's she's a lot younger than I am. And uh, we um, – She's a huge, huge uh, Pantera fan, okay? And yeah. being from New Orleans, you know, Phil lives here. He's from here. Um, I grew up with the dude, you know, playing music in the scene together, you know, before he exploded and went all over the place. Um, That's what happens when you explode. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. You like that? That's why I said it, all over the place. All right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so one night we were at a uh, – what the hell is it called? Steven Eric's 100 – the big show or whatever it is that was on Comedy Central. I don't know if you know 
who I'm talking about, the weirder guys. But anyway, we went to one of their comedy shows, and uh, Tim and Eric, that's who it was, Tim and Eric. We went to yeah. One, yeah, yeah, we went to one of their shows that was here, and um, so we're, we're sitting there, and I could hear, you know, over in the distance that Phil was right over there. I could hear his voice, you know. I was like, yeah, hey, look, Caitlin, look, there's your favorite person in the entire world. And she's like, oh, my God. I'm like, do you want a medium? I'm like, I, I know the guy. And she's like, no, 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 no. I was all right, whatever. So we watched the show and we finished and all this other stuff. So we happened, as we were leaving, he happened to be standing there with, like, uh, uh, the guitarist from, um, oh, God, Corrosion of Conformity and a bunch of other guys, you know, like other famous people. And I was like, you want to meet him now? And she's like, I don't know. So I just walked up to him and I said, hey, Phil, what's up? And he gave me a big hug. He said, what's up, brother, blah, 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 you know, just talking to me, hanging out. And he's like, I said, you want to meet my wife? She, I said, she's she's a huge fan. He says, I'm a huge fan of hers. And he went over there and gave, <laughs> he gave her a hug and took a picture with her. It was really cool, you know. Like he didn't have to do that, but it was it was awesome. So it's so much fun when they're when they're cool like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I hate- as opposed to like I I don't know how old you guys are, but do you guys remember JJ uh, Walker, Jimmy Walker? Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Dynamite. Like yeah. one of my all time favorite shows as a kid. Okay, so when I first started doing stand-up, I was bartending and working in the kitchen as a cook and dishwashing and working the door at this comedy club in Atlanta. And I was all excited. I was like, they were like, Jimmy Walker's coming in. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. That's fucking dynamite. Dude, I'm going to meet, right? So they tell me before he gets there, they're like, look, if anybody yells out dynamite or anything, you got to throw him out. He flips out. He doesn't like it. And I'm like, okay, you know, cool, whatever. But I'm like, that's kind of his whole thing or whatever. So he walks in and I'm at the door and I'm, I'm seating people and he throws a box of T-shirts down. And he's like, sell my T-shirts. And I was like, what? And he goes, after the show, set this up and sell my T-shirts. And I'm like, I can't, dude. I go, I have like six jobs in this place. Like when I leave here, I go cook and then I bartend in the service bar. And then, you know, after we clean up, I come back out. I go, I, I have to clean the bar up and then I come back to the door and hand out passes. He's like, sell my shirts. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to sell your sh- I don't, I don't know how else to tell you this. And I'm all bummed out because I remembered him from when I was a kid and everything. Yeah. So at the end of the show, I'm standing there handing out passes for people to come back the next week. He's like, you didn't set my shirts up. And I'm like, yeah. And the shirt said dynamite on it. Like, I don't know why I couldn't, you know, people couldn't say anything to him about it. And he's like, man, da, 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 da. and he's like, and somebody yelled dynamite. You didn't throw him out. And I'm like, dude, I was in the kitchen. I can't do everything. So he's standing out there and I'm getting pissed and I'm handing people passes to come back and they're walking past him outside. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this, dude. So I'm handing people passes. I go, hey, look, whoever yells dynamite the loudest at him gets a free shirt. Like no one knows that, but that's like the gig. <laughs> so I can hear people walking out finding this one guy's like dynamite. Now you're a motherfucker. Fuck. <laughs> and he loses it. <laughs> and I'm crying, laughing. He comes in, he tries to get me fired. I'm like, dude, screw you and dynamite and the whole thing. Oh my god. You know? And that's, that's one of those where I was so excited to meet him and then you do and it's like, ah, dude, really? So that was the Back start then? for you. That was the that's how you got into it. You were working there and Yeah, I um I was teaching school part time. And then uh, I got a job there, and I wanted to try it or whatever. And I, my parents for my graduation, bought for like 400 bucks, got me a stand-up class in Atlanta. 
And oh. so, you, but it was, it, was, uh, it was one of those things, like, you, I went in the first day, and everybody else was, like, 50 and trying to be funnier around the water cooler type stuff. And I'm going, uh. oh, dude. And I'm, I'm hanging out with real comics. So, like, every week we'd have, like, Brian Regan. Or, I mean, we had, like, wow. great real comics that were coming through. So I was going at it from the comedian standpoint, and they weren't. So after, like, the first two classes, I'm like, screw this. I'm not going back. So there's like nine of them. So it's the night it's the night before the graduation for the class, which was getting to go up at the punchline where I worked. And like it was like an AA meeting, like everybody has to clap for whatever you say. And it's like, oh, you can do it. You know, all that shit. Good for you. Yeah, you're the best. He's trying. He's so cute. So like the night before the graduation, my mom calls me and she goes, honey, I was going to surprise you but I need a ride from the airport. I'm flying in for your graduation. Now I haven't been to these classes in months and I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, you remember I got you that thing. I'm coming in. And I'm like, Oh, she goes, I get in at 11. I'm like, Oh shit. So we get off the phone. I call the guy who ran it. I'm like, Hey man, you got to put me up on that graduation. And he's like, no way. You didn't come to the classes. You're not going up to, I go, all right, cool. Then uh, just give me my money back. And he's like, you're going seventh. I was like, that's what I thought. <laughs> so then I just, when I worked at the punchline, all the waitresses were like these good looking girls that didn't want to do anything dirty. So like the women's bathroom, the toilet would overflow or whatever. And the owner's like telling these girls to go clean it. And there were no guys as waiters. It was all girl. And they're like, go clean it. And they were like, no. And I'm like, I'll clean it for five minutes on stage on Wednesdays. And they're like, hell no, we're not sitting to do that shit again. <laughs> and then the girls wouldn't do it. And he's like, fine, you get five minutes. So I would trade out doing shit jobs just to wow. get stage time. Wow. I'm in there mopping, like, knock, knock, who's there? I am. You know, so <laughs> well, so like, damn, man, it, it worked out. Because yeah. I, comedy's a tough gig I, from everybody we've talked to getting started. And you, you've really done amazing, man. We... You, you're... Oh, go ahead, buddy. Sorry. No, go no, go right ahead. Go I was ahead. just gonna say we have one of our co-hosts is actually in LA now trying to do comedy. Comedy thing. Yeah, he's yeah. he's big. He was he was doing his thing out here in New Orleans, and he was kicking ass out here. And man, he went up there. Um, uh, he's been up there for about six months now, Two I months. think. Yeah, okay. and, yeah I think so. Yeah, and and he's 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 doing well. He he's he's got some rough spots where it's hitting him. You know, where it's, it's hit, but it's like doggy dog out there, man. He said it's what you, tough. What? I was gonna say, what do you what do you think of the comedy scene now? You're seeing a lot of comics coming up. You've 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 been doing so much with your career, and I know you're meeting a lot of new comics coming out there. What's uh, what's what's it like for them? Is it is it always is it a similar scene, or is it changing in some way? It's man, it's totally different. Like uh, it used to be, you put your time in, you got funnier than everybody else. They'd move you ahead. Like it was, right. you do a showcase and you'd kill it, and they're like, boom. TV, bam, 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 you, here you go. And now it's so jacked up. YouTube and all that stuff has changed the dynamics of it where you can have three minutes of you doing some dumbass viral thing and they go, yes, that's what we want. And then they have these people who do a funny three-minute bit, try to do a, an hour headlining in a club and they don't have the material, but they sold the room out. Oh, so, uh, yeah. You guys yeah. coming up, it's so hard because the rules, they're in, they're stuck right in the middle of when the rules are changing. Yeah. You know so what I mean? So yeah. now it's, it's a free for all. And, and TV, 
you know, when Ray Romano and Seinfeld and Tim Allen, I mean, those, you know, you go on the Tonight Show and you get a show, those days are so, it doesn't mean anything to be on the Tonight Show. Oh, no, no, dude. Now, now it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Like, I don't ever see anybody on the Tonight Show that I even want to watch. I don't, and everyone's so miserable. Like, yeah. when I lived out there. And 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 that you go in the improv and like in a night like Adam Sandler's hanging out and wow. you see Chris Rock and you you know you could watch guy Damon Wayans would go up and do twenty minutes and Chappelle comes I mean all these people and the, the last three times I've been out there you go in and everyone's just sitting guys my age are just sitting at the bar just like Ugh. drinking their and lives away every, it's so negative. <clears throat> Like it's I wonder just... what what can change it. I mean, it sounds like it's another example of the good things that social media can do and the bad things that social media have done. Yeah, I, that's exactly right, man. It's um, the creativity as far as being funny. Now it's almost like people just try. You can't shock anybody anymore. No. So so trying to do that. So then there's a whole group of guys. Who think and we've there's always they've always been there but like they get done with a with a set and they walk by and they're like these people are too stupid they don't even get me and it's like <laughs> no they they got you they got exactly what it was it was nothing it was terrible yeah there's no joke in that like you know everything now is like a Trump joke right? yeah right yeah dude so and and it's like it's like that's that's what we're that's what we've come to everyone tells the same joke over and over. Yes, he's orange. His hair's jacked up. He's jacked up. I get it. But, yeah. like, there has to be something else. Like, <laughs> you can't, like, I'm like, you, what are you guys doing? Is there 8,000 people sitting in one room going, all right, look, we're all going to go out and say the exact same stuff over and over. And there's so much stuff laying out. And we're going to kill. Yes. Yeah. You know, this is going to be I awesome. Almost... And everybody's going to agree with us. And it's as a comedian, like, we're doing this thing, and, and I, it's, it's the, the, from the conservative side of it, right? This guy, Michael Loftus, who uh, was a producer and writer on Anger Management, that Charlie Sheen show. You know, I was going to yeah. say, I've heard his name, but I wasn't sure who he was. Like, I've heard the name a few times. And he did I, a Comedy Central special that is hysterical. Really? The okay. The guy is hilarious man like his name like i said I, when when i first saw your uh announcement video which was hysterical by the way um, oh, <laughs> i was like that's the first thing i said was we got to get this dude on our show i was like this is <laughs> fucking great like I, i'm excited about this you know I, so, it, if you watch it i need to be medicated like it, it, <laughs> i'm just i'm jacked up like i i quit drinking a couple years ago congratulations oh uh, yeah well it wasn't fun but yeah, thank you. I, that's what I'm supposed to say. Thank you, you are, you are. That's why I said it. I was making sure you were polite. So go ahead. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. But like, well, here's the th like. I used to be like, like I spin out. Like I'm like, you know. And then I would drink a few bottles of wine, and I would calm down. But now it's like, and I, there's no drink, and I'm like, yeah, and I just flip the fuck out. Like I can't. <laughs> I can't. There's nothing can't to stop me. Yeah, it's like, a, and um, I ADD out, and I when I made that video, I literally, they were like, you have to make a video, and I'm like, I'm too old for this, like, I don't want to, and they're like, you have to, and it took me, I don't know how many times to get it, 
even where, where I just didn't get so pissed off and I'm like, I don't care. I'm finishing this. So all through it, when I'm losing it, that's re I'm really like, oh, shit. I can't even remember the name of the website that promotes the show. <laughs> dude, you, dude, that was Wayne, so funny. Do you remember we had a guest on the show one time, Wayne, that uh, they were doing a, uh, their, their, their uh, little thing out and uh, it, it, he was very straight. Very straight through this whole thing. It wasn't. He wasn't supposed to be funny, but we said, "Take your time. Do whatever you want. You know, it's fine." And he kept. What was funny was he kept saying, "Cut," and then he'd start over. <laughs> yeah, because because we like to, you know, like we got to get our guests like a little, you know, if you don't mind before you get off our show, you know, we'll do like a little promo that you announce us or whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. Absolutely. And and so like he was trying oh, to do that, and it was. It took him like twenty minutes, and it was the funniest it, shit. And I kept he it all. He restarted. He restarted that over thirty times. Look, <laughs> look, I kept and it all. He was because, so mad because we do. We like every once in a while we'll do like the best of or behind the scenes of the show. And what I'll do is I'll take all these fucking clips of shit, like like the conversation we had before we got on. Like I'll take yeah. that. I'll take that and put that in it. Like people, shit, no one's ever ever heard yet. You know. And yeah. they turn out really fucking funny because I have some gold on some people that are like, can you erase this? Sure. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'll erase it. Absolutely. Right after I put it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this but this Loftus uh, party, you know, what what is what is that all about? This thing you're doing? So it's it's me. It's Michael Loftus and, and me and then a guy, Brian Hayner, whose son is in some metal band. Really? Yeah. Uh, what hmm. is it called? Seven something? Seven Dust? Is that it? I uh, should have asked did, them before. Did he have a, did he have a, 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 a uh, oh, God, a, a, without sounding racist, a black guy singing? I don't know. I don't, I don't Seven, listen to it. Seven Dust is the guy, has, has, a, has a black guy singing. So I was just wondering if. They uh, might. You know what, man? I'm sorry. I don't even know. He just was telling me about it. I thought it was seven, yeah, something like that. I don't know, but but Either Brian way. is a studio musician. Wow. Remember that song, Car Wash? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, when he was 16, that's him on the guitar. What? And he, Yeah, he played on the uh, Boys in the Hood soundtrack. Dude, that's fucking cool. Yeah, he's a sick studio musician. Like, when, I, when he, they were telling me everything he'd done, I was like, are you sure this dude should be on our tour? Like, why is he dicking around with us? Like, <laughs> kind of are, are you doing are you sure you know um but he, he's fantastic and he does this rendition of the star spangled banner the, like hendrix like behind his head and this crazy oh wow yeah it's sick but we're we're all kind of in the same boat of just tired of the same Bullshit. stuff and some of these people need to be picked on too man it's kind of like i mean i know trump's like a bully but the media just bullies Every single thing he does, and, and as a comedian, I, and even though I am conservative in a lot of ways, it's more instinctive as a comedian to be like, well, I'm sick of hearing the same stuff. Somebody's got to do something. That's you know, true. Like people, I mean, like, you can, 16-year-old should vote. Are you shitting me? No, that's fucking ridiculous. I mean, how, how can you vote when you can still be grounded? <laughs> That you know what? Like it's like who you who you voting for, son? Bernie Sanders. The fuck you are. Get back in your room. Not today. You're not. 
You can come out in December, jackass, but you're not going anywhere today. I have the car keys. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, the, I think the, I think you're right. The the youth of America needs a little picking on at a, on occasion. I think it's, it's worth uh, it. It's, and people are act like they're afraid of them. I don't understand that. I'm, I am a firm believer. I, I, maybe I've just reached the age in my life where I don't give a shit yeah, anymore. Yeah, when, yeah. When, when, like, I know how to be polite. I know how to be respectful. But the moment you're not polite or respectful, I'm just saying what the fuck I want yeah, to say. Go, go fuck like yourself. It. Get the fuck out of my yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm not over. I have no time for stupid. We're like we're like you, cranky old men. You're like fuck you guys. That's Get it. off my face, you yeah. kids. It's just stupid. Get off my fake grass. Y'all, you know. it used to be when I was a kid, like. And I'm not doing material. I'm just venting. But yeah, like, yeah, right. When when I was a when I was a kid, you go to the mall and it was like old people telling kids like, "Pull your pants up, stop being an idiot, right. turn your hat around." <laughs> now it's kids attacking old people. Yeah, get that yeah. MAGA hat off. I'll beat your ass. You know, man. it's like, isn't this biblical? Like, <laughs> these old men need to take their hats off and beat the shit out of these. You kids. know, you know what's really weird is is out here in New Orleans now we've had a rash of crimes like really bad. Uh, and it's yeah. and it's all been kids from the ages of 13 to 18, and like recently, uh, someone was carjacked or not carjacked. Uh, the the owners heard a bunch of noise outside, and they went outside to go see this kid who is breaking into their car. He turns around and kills the wife, and then the husband shoots the kid. Now the husband is going to probably go to jail for murdering the kid who was <laughs> no. breaking into his his car. Dude, it's it's like they're they're like wild dogs. Yeah, exactly. And somebody needs to start beating the shit out of them. I I can't. Or putting them down. I, I've got two of them. Uh, you got you got two I wild got dogs two or two kids. And if my kid ever acted like that or ever talked to somebody the way that I hear people talk to their parents, oh, like dude. in Walmart. I mean, I got sent to military school. I wasn't a good kid. But my dad would have punched me and did punch me in the chest. He'd have punched me in the face if I was like, shut up, dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I my yeah. mom would have beat my – I mean, if I ever talked to my mom, I'm more scared of my mom than my dad. Me too. I was. You know? My, my mother yeah. – My mother. okay, I, I, I'll tell the story I told once – I think I told it on here once before, but um, – as a child, I, I we used to go to this is this is how I'm gonna start dating myself. Uh, when I went to Woolworth um, out here and uh, oh, Woolworth, yeah, me too. I used to work there actually. I worked there for four years going through high school. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Um, during his depression, go ahead, Wayne. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we had soup and we loved. I remember it. bringing those people at the line. <laughs> anyway, so we, we were worth our wool. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that was our motto. Um. So we were we were in a store. We were in the Woolworth. I was a little kid. I was five, and this start. This is what set the precedent of me not, you know, me fearing my mother. Um, I had two rubber snakes in my hand. I wanted both of them. My mom said I could only have one, and she kept telling me I could only have one. So I got pissed off and I bit her. She grabbed me, drugged me in the middle of Canal Street. I don't know if you've ever been in New Orleans. Oh yeah. But Canal yeah. Street is like the big big busy street. Drug yeah. me in the middle of Canal Street. My dad's screaming, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you bringing him? What are you... And she bit me in front of everybody on Canal Street. <laughs> I never Jeez. bit anybody again, and I was very well behaved after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's what it, that's what the generations are missing a little bit of um there's fear. no uh there's well a little bit of fear but there's no repercussion to their actions. There's no Well, there's no real parenting. 
Yeah. Well, that's the serious a lot problem. Of that. A lot of these I mean, kids are born it, from but, children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of these kids were, like, were had, and their parents are just turning, like, 25 or 26 yeah. years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were born from children that were, like, 15 and 16 years old. Kids having yeah. kids. And yeah. their, their grandparents maybe raised them a little bit, and then when grandma and grandpa pass away, then you don't have no family to discipline these children. And then you have the moms or the dads who want to go party. Like, you know, let's go party, and they bring their kids with them. You know, so it's like it's kind of like this fucking stupid just – There's got to be a division between – there's got to be a little bit of a division a lot of times between friend and parent. It's It's, good to be both, but you've got to know when to be – Exactly. Yeah, you've got to come down on them. Yeah. I mean, you've got to – I mean, because you're you're raising them, and not only that, if you don't do it, even just if you're selfish, do it just so you mm-hmm. don't have to deal with them being an asshole through their fifties. <laughs> it's not right. like they change and all of a sudden they find if they're not taught early on, at least some guidelines of right. hey, don't do this. This will get your ass kicked. You know, something you're going to deal with them your whole life like that. It's better to try to help them and guide them and straighten them out when they're young. Yeah, it's better to beat their asses now than wait till later, and then you go to jail for beating their asses. That's exactly right. I Uh, agree. I got I got a three year old, you know. So and he's he's a wild man, but he listens to me and he doesn't listen to his mom. So, well, three is it's you you know you got you have plenty of time. Yeah, he's a lunatic. You know, when they're three, they're still trying to. You know, their brain is trying to learn how to function to come up with words and <laughs> right. express themselves. I'm talking about a 14-year-old dick who, you know, <laughs> throws the cart in Walmart I, into an old person in a scooter. You know, I, I agree with that, but next time, don't stay, don't say it like that. You're talking about a 14-year-old dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how. That's how you guys will just cut that part. Yeah, up. yeah. It'll be like, you know what I love is 14-year-olds. <laughs> See, now I don't have to cut it. You did it for me. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Beautiful, so, dude. So, you, you, so Reno, you're working with teenagers. You got teenagers. Yeah. Oh my god! Michael Loftus. And... <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Oh, oh and by the about? by the way, by the way, his son is in uh, Avenged Sevenfold. That's what that's Danny's what in. it is. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I found it out. Oh, very cool. Very you know, cool. that's band. and that's another thing that's really amazing. Without without uh, my receptionist Google, uh, I would have never found that out till later on. <laughs> so well, I wouldn't have either. Yeah, that's pretty good wow. though. It's pretty good that. Uh, uh, Are they so a this big band? Yes, they're huge. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. they're uh, they're like um, yeah, they're you know they're not Rolling Stones huge, but they're they're. Pretty big. They're they're large. Yeah. They'll they'll sell out like uh, large arenas. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, right on. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 very large. What, what kind of music do you listen to? Obviously, you don't listen to rock or I mean metal. No, I listen to old country. Nice. Okay, well, that's all yeah, right. I like, like old country too. Yeah, Willie and I got to party with Merle Haggard, so he'll oh, probably be my favorite. Oh, dude, that's um, fucking cool. like right before he died, dude. That's and it cool. Was, it was so much fun. Um, the stories just. You know, you think you have a cool story, and then he starts telling him. It's like, ah, I just think I'll just sit here and it's like melt into the Merle. You well, one upper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's one good thing with country music. It's it's always been a, a storytelling music, and that's yeah. that's kind of nice. I like that. Um, that's yeah. it's a lot like the like the music from the seventies. Yes, a lot more music in the seventies was all story oriented. You know, yeah. not not so much today. 
Come on, yeah, you, no, you, you're trying. You're trying to tell me these 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 assholes that are out there making music now aren't telling us a story? Come on, Dude, new country Not music is like watching a shampoo commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, for <laughs> it's, sure. It's it's just you can't be good looking and sing real country music. I no. agree. You know what uh, I mean? They're they're manufactured boy band stuff, and they they just list things. They don't even write songs. Truck, and you can't keep track of them. No, and they're all the same person. It's just recycled dipshit. I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, That's awesome, dude. I, That's awesome. It's 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 a ripoff of '80s ballad stuff. Yeah, y- you know what it is. It really, really fucking is. And and like uh, our friend of ours is, is a big country fan, and he's always like, "Oh, I listen to this guy and this guy," and I'm like, "That's cool." He's a big. I think he's a big Merle Haggard fan too. But he yeah, does. Yeah. But he does listen to. He does listen to some newer country stuff and i just couldn't i could never get into it like like um i mean i can't even tell you their names to be honest blake shelton's the only one that gets come to mind because he's got his penis in uh what's her name from no doubt that's the only thing that i can remember gwen, gwen stefani or yeah, yeah 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 she's See, i like i like blake because his well, blake music still does stories yeah he still does like old blue or old red i mean is a great yeah. song the uh, you know, like Chris Stapleton's amazing. Jamie now that Johnson. guy is amazing. Now, did you Love have, him. have you ever listened to his other stuff though? With uh, what is it, the Steel Drivers? Chris Stapleton? Yeah, was that was that his other band? I don't think I've ever heard any of it. Look, look up Steel Drivers. I think that's what the name of it was. If if not, look, I'll send it to you later if I can remember the name. But my wife was really into those guys, and when he came out solo, she was like, "I think that's the guy from the Steel Drivers." And sure enough, it was. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're like a bluegrass uh, band, and they're fucking very good. Yeah. Yeah, I, he's I still sick, like that outlaw man. country sound. You know, outlaw yeah. oh, country yeah. sound is the way to go. Waylon and, yeah. But a lot of these new guys talk about, like, George Jones and a song, and, and there's, like, a rap beat behind it. It's like, <laughs> well, which country go back to old school country? Bonk, uh, you know, whatever. Fuck, I can't even make. I got my George Jones, my Clint. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Skrillex doing a cover of "I Don't Need Your Rockin' Chair" by George Jones. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's fucking yeah. funny. That's, so That's funny. hilarious. Oh my I gosh. Your rockin' chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cracker Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Cracker Barrel. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I came from. like. I've never actually had a chance to see any of the the old guys. Like um, Willie oh, is coming that. here soon, and uh, does he know he is? Uh, I'm sure he does. Uh, okay. He's but he's coming to the Fillmore, and um, I'm actually going to try uh, to to get tickets to that. It's just dude, you gotta go see it. And I'll tell you something: if his son Lucas opens for him or plays with him, yeah, he is a sick guitar player. Really. Unbelievable, dude. He came out the last time I saw him uh, with Willie was he came out and opened for him. He sang one song because he still has that nasally sound like his dad. Like his dad, yeah. And he sang one one Hank Williams Sr. song that blew the doors off the place. And then he went into this rockabilly thing. And then he went full-blown guitar solo. I mean, just ugly face bouncing on his knees wow face melting guitar solo wow and i was like holy shit (laughs) the talent just oozing out of this guy 
Yeah, I guess a lot that's, to live up to, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, you got to be Willie Nelson, man. But you know what? The way he played, because Willie, like when he moved to Austin and left Nashville and everything, mm-hmm. you know, the early pictures, he had like a crew cut and a suit on, and he was like, screw this. And he and Waylon yeah. booked, right? Well, they just played their own stuff. I mean, it was bikers and hippies, and everybody was coming out, you know, sure. of the woodwork to see it. And his kid exemplifies that with a range of music that just blew the doors off the place. And Willie's guitar playing is, is like when I, I tried to take guitar lessons when I was young and I only wanted to play Willie Nelson and the guitar teacher's like, dude, I can't teach you this. He's making this shit up. Like, it's not like, well, here's a chord and you do this. They were like, he's all over the place. And, and, you know, if you were to write it out on a piece of paper, I wouldn't even know how to begin. <laughs> right, because right. It's so he's just all over. I mean, some of it sounds like the guitar's upside down. Like it, <laughs> it doesn't. You know what I mean? Throwing a little I Hendrix do, in there. I do. You can't. You can't even pick it apart. I'm just sitting, you know, on the road again, like as a little kid, <laughs> to, and I'm just strumming a C over and over again, trying to make my voice change it. Right. But his kid, like you, you could tell that he's had free reign musically to learn and do whatever he wanted. Willie wasn't going, you're going to play country because he's all over and he respects old music as well as new. I, dude, if anybody gets to see, I don't know him or anything, uh, but Lucas Nelson is sick. Good. man. Cool, man. I'm and Merle Haggard's that. kid plays. The yeah, guitar too. I heard he wanted to get, and then Shooter Jennings. I was like, why don't you guys start a freaking band? I know they that would be amazing. Wow, known as the kids of these iconic musicians. But, well, dude, I'd go see that. Well, you know the guys, uh, the kids from the all the Beatles children were going to try to do that, and uh, they got shot. They they shot themselves down. I don't know why they decided not to. Um, I think it's because one of them had an Asian girlfriend and busted the whole thing up. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think it, I think it was because of Sean Lennon. Yoko's daughter fucked. <laughs> yeah, Sean Lennon, Yoko's daughter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I love you guys. Man. <laughs> yeah, I really do. I really do think Sean Lennon was the reason why they didn't get together. And, I, and honestly, he's the least talented of all the four kids that were there. If they wanted a kid, they should have got Julian Lennon to sing for him because he looks and sounds just like his dad. You yeah. know. You know. I mean, I, uh, the other kids were kind of younger, and they were more like um, uh, Sean Lennon's age, whatever that is, like in the thirties, I guess, twenties or thirties. And yeah. um. So I think that's why they they kind of shot it down, and then I was like so disappointed that, that that didn't happen because I was like, man, you guys are all fucking talented, and you all like have lineage that's unbelievable in the music world. Why the fuck not just put a record out? Yeah, you know, I'd buy that. You know, I mean, that'd be fucking cool. Same with same like you said with these kids with Shooter Jennings and and um, uh, all the other guys from the 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 classic country dudes you know the old school country guys man i think that would be fucking cool i do too man i i and they're all really shooter jennings is really talented yeah 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 i've, I've um, seen video of him i, I, I but saw he him like Lucas, play. man that guy is freaking crazy well wayne if you ever if you get a chance to go see willie do it i saw it was a really really good show it was a weird show because i saw willie nelson perform with bob dylan Ooh. yeah wow well that, that had was, to be him that was weird it was a, yeah, lot of, then a lot they, of nasal. They did a very crazy duet, which no one understood, but <laughs> the music was amazing. That had to be, that had to be crazy, man. Like, like, Just to see Bob Dylan and Willie, Na- Willie Nailsleton. <laughs> yeah, really? Willie. Really? Which, 
Really, <laughs> Nelson? Nelson? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, had a, I had a minute there. I had a moment. I had my stroke yeah. was hitting me. They should, um, they should do a tour sponsored by Flonase. Because <laughs> both of them. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. That would be perfect. That would be the. Be- oh, my God. Uh, uh. Too bad. Too bad Tom Petty died because he could be on that tour. Oh, hell yeah. You know, and you wouldn't uh, understand anything anybody said, and you'd leave going, that was amazing. Yeah, like, oh, this is the best show ever. It's like watching a really good foreign band. Yeah, 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 exactly. You can't understand it's, anything it's, they say, but the music, unbelievable. It's like going to see, what the fuck, Ramstein or something. You only know that one fucking song, but the, <laughs> it was such a great show. <laughs> like, I actually saw those guys once. I, don't, I know you're probably not familiar with who Ramstein is, but... I'm not. Uh, they had a song in the 90s that was called Du Hast. It was their a German metal band, uh, and a German industrial act. Um, and they were on tour with a bunch of other bands, and they came here. And actually, this show was the last one they got to play because um, they were arrested the next night at the next show because the singer pulled out a dildo and pretended to fuck the keyboard player in the ass and then turned around and shot off fake cum into the crowd. And it freaked out where whatever crowd they were at. Like, completely freaked out, and they had to pull him off stage. But here in New Orleans, we didn't give a fuck. We're like, yeah, come on us. Yeah. <laughs> They're like German Gallagher. Yeah, pretty much. It was, uh, yeah, it was that's like, exactly what it was. It was like more lights and, and, and sparkle shit kind of with Guar-esque with the cum spitting all over the place. It was interesting. Possible yeah. fun fact, they may now be in the band The Wiggles. Right, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> they are in The Wiggles. Uh, yeah, especially so. the keyboard player. He's who the was guy there. who falls asleep all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look for Dude, the guy I in the pink gimp. The wiggles live. Dude, you are awesome. No, I'm not. <laughs> it was terrible. It was, the, and you know what's crazy, man? Is like I was sitting there, and my mom got tickets for my kids when they were little. Oh, right. That's good. That's awesome. And, that's a very good and, mom. See. Yeah, my mom's great, but anyway, <laughs> that's not why. And so. I, we're wa- I'm watching it, and there's these moms that are up in front of the stage, like, screaming and yelling. And so this lady's sitting beside me, Get and I'm like, fuck. what's the deal with them? And they're like, well, we follow them. And I'm like, what do you mean you follow they're them? They're fucking wiggle stalkers? Like, they follow the freaking wiggles <laughs> on to different p- venues all across like the-, the country. She's like, I saw them in Cleveland. We were in Richmond, Virginia. She's like, I saw him in Cleveland like three nights ago, and then they went to Columbus, and then Louisville, and now we're here. Jesus I'm like, Christ. you sat through this shit more than one time? <laughs> they're like, it's unbe- they're just they're so fun and they're so sweet. They love us. I'm like, this is an underbelly world that I do not want to be a part of. The shirts and the whole thing, Bobby, <laughs> fruit, salad, all that shit is terrible in and of itself. But if you're putting yourself, you're a masochist. Yeah. Wow. Well, like, there's there's got to be something. Something evil underneath it somewhere. There has to be. Wait, to, 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 wait what? While you're saying that, you're, you're, have, you, have any of you seen the show Happy? No. Happy? Happy, yes. The TV show Happy. Because no. uh-uh. what you're saying is basically almost the fucking plot line to Happy. There's a fucking guy who plays this kid um, character, you know, like a like – a, like a kid host on TV, like a Barney or something, but he's not really the the, the stuffed dinosaur or whatever. He's just yeah. this happy go, 
you know, lucky magic man or some shit uh, on the show. And then, but behind closed doors, he's a fucking murderer. He wears like sadomasochist (laughs) clothes. He's like raping people. Dude, it's the most bizarro world show ever. It's fantastic. You should watch it. What's it on? Uh, It's, um, it comes on, I think FX or, or no, it's It's on FX. No, is it on FX or or AMC? One of those two. And, uh, you can catch it's, it's, you, you catch the whole first season on um, Netflix. Netflix right now. Okay, I'll it's look fan, it up. It's happy. fantastic. Happy, yeah, you'll love it. It's right. the guy, the guy that used to be on Law and Order. Yeah, he's a, he was in Law and Order. Yeah, I can't think yeah. of his name. Save my life, but yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. He's kind of yeah. balding. Yes, yes, and he's got that. And he's got that weird like. Um, he sees like Lieutenant, his his daughter's fucking, Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the commercial for that. He like hallucinates and sees like cartoons and stuff, right? He yes. only sees his daughter's uh, imaginary friend. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, and that's the name of the show. Is after that, the, the the little creature's name's Happy, but it's so fucking good and it's gory and crazy and just out there. But it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. I'll check it out. <laughs> that's so that's so weird. I'm so sorry. Weird. I love this. I love that show, man. It's such a good show. I'm a uh, Law and Order freak are you well oh, well it's dude. on all the time it's on 24 hours a day i have almost every single one of them dvr'd anyway where i just hit <laughs> all episodes i have to fall asleep to it and it's like at night i have dun dun i have to hear it and i can just i've already seen it and i'm like mm-hmm. I, it just helps me fade off i'm out you know look it never works it. look i remember <laughs> as a kid you know what i would remember to it was when it was bedtime it was the fucking mash theme song yeah as a little kid i remember like setting up I was like i'm gonna go lay down and then well like i'm gonna watch one more thing and my mom would let me watch mash and i would never get to the end of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, yep. oh. but yeah dude like dude you were talking about shows and things like that concerts and stuff like that um is there any any concert or comedian or anything that you remember that you've seen that really kind of stood out to you? For comedians, it was definitely when I worked at the punchline standing in the back because that was 96, 97. Nice. Um, and it was when guys that were coming through, this guy Anthony Clark used to blow the doors off the place. He was on that show Boston Common yeah, and he was remember. on a bunch of different shows. He was hysterical. Brian Regan used to come through all the wow, time. Wow, that's cool. And he did what I did. Like, he worked in the kitchen at a comedy club in Florida, so he used to give me stage time. He'd, like, tell him to let me go up. And then I was on the road one time when I first started out, and we were in Raleigh, which is North Carolina, which is right by where I went to college. So, like, six of my buddies came out from college, right? And I was the MC, and I was, like, sleeping on somebody's couch. They didn't even put the MC up then. But Brian was headlining. So I went up, and I did my thing, and I wasn't very good. But they all thought it was, you know, oh, it's great or whatever. And they were like, can we meet that Brian guy? And I'm like, yeah, I know him from the other club, but I used to cook and shit. Yeah, <laughs> come on. So go over, and he, I was like, can my friends meet you? And he's like, oh, yeah. Met him, took them, all six of them, and me out for drinks all night long damn and then took us all to waffle house at like three o'clock and i went paid for everything and i'm like brian you didn't have to do that he goes no man he goes i did the same thing you did i worked in a club and then i got to where i am now and he goes i can do it and he goes people used to do that for me 
when I was coming up. And he's like, just oh, do it awesome. for somebody else. Dude, it's that's all cool. Good. And I'm like, you're the greatest. We, <laughs> I was in Montreal doing this comedy <laughs> festival. And it was uh, Access Hollywood was talking to comics. And I was standing there. It was me and Kathleen Madigan, Louis C.K., and George Lopez. Jesus. And they were, like, who, they were like, who's the most influential comedian? And George Lopez is like, Richard Pryor. And Kathleen's like, Richard Pryor. And Louis C.K. is like, Richard Pryor. And I go, Brian Regan. <laughs> and Louis looks at me and he goes, what the fuck, Brian Regan? And all I could think of is I go, he's really nice. <laughs> they were asking who the most influential – and I meant to me, he was to like, you, he the in- most influential. Yeah, he influenced you, you know? Yeah. Dude, can you imagine standing beside Louis C.K. and George Lopez and saying Brian Regan because oh. he's really nice? They had to tear you apart, buddy. <laughs> Dude, from then on, George Lopez called me Janet Reno. <laughs> He's like, Jen Reno loves Brian Regan. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> That's so good, dude. That's so yeah. good. That's so fucking cool, though, man. Like, it was it was so, and, and like, so I'm still a fan of guys, right? Right, yeah. So Damon Wayans was on that. We were all, and Damon Wayans was on it, too. And we were all doing a gala together where they have, like, George Lopez hosted it. And then he, all of us would go up and do 10 minutes. Sure. So I'm standing on the side, and, and Damon Wayans is going up after me, and, I, and I'm looking at him before I went up, and I'm talking to my manager. I'm like, God, dude, in college, we just used to get wasted and watching Living Color, and I was talking about Fuck all yeah. the sketches he was in and, you know, the, the two gay movie critics. Oh, men on, men on film, and, dude, men on film. Yeah, homie, don't play that and all that stuff. Yeah. And, I kept, and I was getting amped up because there's like 2,000 people to show. Then at the festival, it's on TVs all across the city, and then it airs in Europe, right? Wow. So I'm all amped awesome. up to do the show, and I'm watching, and I'm watching, looking at Damon Wayans or whatever, and they're like, "Reno, you're going up next." And I was like, "Oh God!" And I went up, and I killed, and it was—I didn't know how I do. Like I, I in Montreal, <laughs> my opening joke was I walked out, and I was like, "Montreal." I go, there's a lot of French people here. I didn't even know, you know all the French cuisine. I go, I went out to lunch with my attorney today, and I ordered a roast beef sandwich. And the waiter was like, a Jew? And I was like, hell yeah, he is, and he's smart, too. Right? <laughs> so so Dude, I that's awesome. how my set was going to go. I was like, this is either going to be great or I'm going to eat it. What well, ended up being great, so I'm walking off stage, and I'd been thinking about Damon Wayans for like an hour before it. <laughs> As I'm walking off stage, he goes to high-five me. He goes, man, you fucking killed it. And I bear-hugged him. I picked him up, and I was like shaking him, telling him, I'm like, dude, I love you so much. I can't believe I was so amped up. And I'm like, dude, I used to watch you in college. You're living color. Da, da, da. And, he, and they're going – and George Lopez is like, please walk on the stage, Damon Wayans. And I like put him down, and he's like – good and he goes out and my man's just like reno what the fuck was that and i was like i don't know i was so excited he said i did good kind of dumbass. And he said i did good so now, now i'm all dejected right i'm like oh. so he comes off and i'm like dude i'm so sorry he goes are you kidding me he goes what you did got me so excited and it reminded me of how much fun this is he goes i'll take all the love i can get and that's I was awesome. like, oh, dude. That's fucking you. cool, man. That is yeah. super, super cool. Dude, I, you know, we've had some comedians come out this way, like, do, like, secret shows and shit. Like, um, uh, Louis C.K., uh, uh, Ted Alexandro did a show out here. He was fucking funny, man. Um, and uh, I, there was a bunch of other guys. So of course, they had the bigger shows where, you know, 
you know, where you got to pay like $60, $70 to go see these guys. But I'm talking like these little small clubs that they show up and do that kind of stuff here. We don't have a real like uh, comedy club here. Like, right. Like the, that's Which the bad. weird. That's the bad thing about New Orleans is like there's a ton of great talent here. And that's why Kyle went went over to uh, Los Angeles LA. because he wants to try to to learn more and actually kind of get on some more stages, you know, because out here we tried to, like the, the podcast tried to host comedy shows. We, and we did quite a few of them, actually. We, we did it for three years. We hosted um, some regular shows and we did open mics. And yeah. there was no fucking body showing up. And that's what sucked. I was like, nobody's coming. Nobody's showing up. So it's like, that's why we cut it down to open mics. And then once the open mic started fizzling, man, we were just kind of like, well, I mean, there's nothing we can do, guys. I mean, I'm trying. You know, there's, no one wants to show up. Nobody wants to put the effort out to come see you guys. I feel bad that y'all are just telling jokes to each other, you know? Dude, it's hard. It's, I, and I don't know why New Orleans is like that. Like It, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be at all, and I don't know if it's kind of Nashville where I live. Mm-hmm. Is is you can do it. You can you can. It's a Zanies is the best club in the country. Like it. Right. But but the thing is, people are used to free entertainment here. There's so much of it. Yeah. Same here. That it's it's yeah. It's exactly like that. New Orleans is that's what I meant. Like it's the same thing where people are like I gotta pay sixty bucks. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, I could go down here and get two dollar long necks, and not you know, right, and go fuck yeah, off and listen else. to music, and it's so it's hard to get people motivated, you know. And New Orleans has so much culture. Yeah, I love that town, man. I freaking love New Orleans, man. You, whenever you're down here, just hit me up because like I'm here all the time. You know, I live here, so if you ever want to just go hang out or something when you're out here, let me know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the food well, just—I'm a—I just—I love to eat, dude, and that's just heaven for that. Well, yeah, dude. I, like, if you want to <laughs> yeah. be a fat piece of shit, live down here. Believe me, because <laughs> like, it's so hard. It's so hard to lose weight down here because every fucking place has such good food. Like, yeah, you know, it, they're really. And what kills you too is like there's a fucking fast food restaurant on every fucking corner, or there's like a mom and pop shop that sells these badass sandwiches, or, or you know like you have uh, like these big fancy restaurants, of course like Emeralds and all these other really nice places where you can go and get this food that you can't get anywhere else. Uh, yeah, know? Mothers and oh yeah, dude, Mothers, fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, he knows uh, what he's talking about, man. I love hungry. this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I only remember places by food that I eat there <laughs> or like how hammered I got somewhere. Like I don't nice. like, people are like, did you see the statue? I'm like, they have statue. Like what? What statue so, are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. The so you sandwich. Yeah. So you, you completely, you, you, you've quit drinking. I think that's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I had to, man. Like I, I really got in a dark place. Um, yeah. It's easy it to sucked. do. My doctor, my doctor was like, he's like Reno. He goes, and I used to go to him so much that I ended up like knowing him. And he's like, he's like, dude, you're gonna be dead in like five years. And I'm like, like dead, dead. And he's like, yeah, yeah. like dead, dead. I go, so I can drink for like four more. And he's like, no, you dumbass. <laughs> like you got it. It took me a while, but I had to, man. I, I'm not against it. It just right. It, it, it wasn't. The scene you were in, though, I mean, it's it's a lot of late nights, it's a lot of clubs, and I'm sure it's easy to to get the get the drink when you want it, you know. 
Yeah, and everybody wants to get wasted with you. So, like, you go to a town, and it's their one big blowout night to get hammered with you. And then you leave, and they recover, and you go to another town and do the same thing. Same thing thing again, yeah. And it just kind of, after 20-some years of it, man, it was like, I don't want to kill my, I got kids. Yeah. I got stuff to to think about. Yeah, Yeah. like, like, it's the same way with music. Like, me and Rom have both been in and bands and like i'm still currently in a band unfortunately i haven't been able to sing in quite some time because i've been having some uh throat issues and and issues with like uh acid reflux and crap like that's been really fucking my body up uh yeah but um so yeah i, I completely understand i haven't i actually have not like drank like hardcore drank in a good three years maybe four since since my son's well, been around you know i haven't really well that's done any that's that good then like I'll have Hi, a beer yeah, I'm, or the, two. I'm the rum guy, by the way. Yeah, he's the yeah. rum. He's the rum guy. <laughs> he's the rum guy. He doesn't drink a lot. <laughs> no, I just I just know my stuff. Yeah, right, yeah. right. It's the cake. You like the rum cake. That's it. Yeah, yeah. he like he likes yeah. rum balls in his yeah. mouth. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, have to. <laughs> I have. I, I, I do have. A, uh, we're 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 all over the place, and I, I'm loving this. But I do need to ask this question, and it's ask about. It. About your project, I need to know Monkey, right? Yeah. Yes. That's an album uh, that I had come out this year. Um, and it was it's it was so much fun doing it. But, yeah, I named it Monkey. Well, and I just left the record company last week, and they're like, we want to do another album. Because it, like, it got all – it went off on iTunes. Like, it – Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know it was going to do that well. I didn't think people remembered who I was. And they were like, well, what, what's your name? I go, we're going to call it Duck. And they're like, are you just being a dick? Like, are you just trying to pick out different things you see at the zoo? And I'm like, kind of. Because I didn't, they were like, you got to name it. And I'm like, I don't, I t- for some reason, I talk about monkeys a lot. Like, they just, they kill me, man. I, I heard like, it. It was really funny. It like, it. Th- there's something, just us shooting them to space and, you know, how stupid Remember that? That's probably my. Remember the the video of that monkey that sticks his finger in his ass and smells it and falls out of the tree? Oh yeah, of course. Yes. Okay, so that had like ten million views. Nine million of them were me. <laughs> I could not stop watching it. Like I couldn't. I there's something about them. When I was a, when I was a kid, right? And and I don't tell this in my show or anything, but when I was, you know, how people talk about how everybody comes to a crossroads, like. Like somebody throws a touchdown pass in a high school game and it changes their life. the direction of their life. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. So when I was in like first grade, we lived in Virginia and we went to a zoo and the first exhibit we went to were monkeys. Right. And there was a monkey and I, I don't care what anybody says. There was a monkey there and I was with my friend Jason and we're looking at the monkey and the monkey was like looking at me and he didn't look at anybody else. And we were kind of like, I was trying to figure him out. And I think he was kind of dickling me too. Like, what's his deal? And we were looking at each other, and he started playing with himself. And I started laughing, like, uncontrollably <laughs> hard. And I was banging on the glass because I didn't really know what he was doing. And he shit in his hand and threw it at me. And it was like the perfect storm. Dude, I laughed. Literally, this Jason guy and I would look at each other at this. Right now, if we walked past each other, we would both start laughing and start talking about that monkey. That's Because so it was good. the great – and I never left the monkey thing. Like, I just stood there, and I wouldn't look at the other animals – 
It was like the most per- – and I know it sounds ridiculous, but it was the funniest thing to this day I've ever seen in my life. That sounds that's amazing. A, that's hysterical. You just described one of our live shows. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what we do. Yeah. <laughs> when, when we do live shows, yeah, we sit around and twiddle our dicks and throw shit at the audience. So anybody well, wants to come to our next live show. Shit at people looking at you. So- so yeah, that was yeah. a big thing. I'm like, well, where did Monkey come from? And that explains it now. I get it. Okay. That's so amazing, so it, dude. So I had I do this whole thing about how I think all the classes, because I was a PE teacher, that I think all the classes are fake except for PE. And so I was talking about how <laughs> stupid science is, and I'm like, they picked a monkey. Like, they could have just stolen some dipshit off the side of the road and shoved him in the ship. They picked a monkey, and his name was Coco or some shit, and they got him in there with, like, Skittles and Diet Pepsi. I don't know how they they got him in there, and they put a helmet on him. I'm like, what the fuck does a monkey need a helmet? If a monkey hits his head on something, he just becomes more monkey. <laughs> what he comes back from outer space, and they're like, monkey, tell us what you learned on your trip. The monkey's like, ooh, 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 ooh. and it's like, oh, oh shit, shit, he must have hit his head on something. I can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> it's just, it's so stupid. <laughs> So, oh, but you're that's so right. Where, that's where it all came from, the, the to naming it. And I just got sick of them asking because they're like, you need a name that really stands out. And I'm like, I don't know what you want. And they're like, well, something descriptive. And I'm like, screw it. If you look at the if you look at the album, the front of the album, it's a monkey who's pissed off with an actual NASA helmet on. <laughs> that like he's like screaming and it's really but i am i was like i'm naming the next one duck just to be an asshole like dude that's so good that's a, actually that's a great one and you, you know you should have like a, a chinese restaurant with the the cooked duck on the front of it duck yeah well it kind of is a, and i didn't even mean it i meant it just being a dick like i'm gonna name it another animal just to irritate you guys but somebody was like well it has kind of a double what do you call it? double entendre where it, it means like it's a verb and it's an animal that's like true. Duck. That's true. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. And oh, so, so you're so inadvertently clever. Yeah. Yeah. So you're being you're being like super clever right right there, and yeah. you didn't mean to. Without even knowing it. That's right. Called genius, boys. <laughs> He's so stupid. He comes up with brilliant ideas. <laughs> so so when is this this little uh, jaunt of of shows that you guys are going to the loftus the loftus party? When does that start? So we start uh, May 28th in Nashville. Then May 29th in Huntsville. Then the first week in June, we go Omaha, Kansas City, Des Moines. And then the next week, it's like Hartford, Connecticut, Syracuse, Albany. Um, but if you go to theloftestparty.com, it'll have okay. all the dates on it. And then we go to Florida. Nice. But they're one-offs. It's like we go in one night and then go to the next city. So it's like uh, – I got you. We're not, it's kind of in and out. But. Oh, so I see. Y'all just skipped over me. That's cool. That's all right. I understand. New Orleans? Dude, I'd love to come to New Orleans, but these two guys told me nobody comes out to the shows, and they're kind of spoiled <laughs> by listening to free shit. So I was like, you know, <laughs> we would come to New Orleans in a heartbeat. I, I get it, man. I get it. You know. Uh, you know what? You know, maybe maybe we'll talk, and maybe I can get some of these uh, these these club owners that I know to to uh, to host that up for you bring it on you know because i think that'd hey, be really we, good we've been we've been we've been dying to get a, a decent bunch of uh comedians out here man and like really do a, i think really do a bang up show and i think you guys would be really awesome out here they would be well great it is a conservative more. it's con- i mean we're coming from the from the right 
Like it's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I it's know. not. It's. I mean, it's not like freaking Nazis and weirdos and assholes, but it's just the other side needs to be made fun of too. Oh well, fuck. You know, Never mind then. If you're not talking about assholes, Nazis, and weirdos, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, don't worry about it. Well, that's what people think. Like if you're like. I'm a conservative libertarian. Oh, you, you got Heil Hitler. You're a dick. And it's like, what? <laughs> calm down. What are you talking pump, about? Pump your I, brakes, man. Pump your brakes. Yeah. Everything. Words don't even mean anything anymore. It's like they, they just throw, they take the most drastic, you know, it's like, oh, these French fries are amazing. No, the sunset's amazing. That's a fucking potato. <laughs> That's not amazing. Stop using words that don't mean anything. <laughs> taking the meaning. You're so right, dude. You're so right. Look. Um, I, I completely agree with everything you've just said because I hear it all the time. Like my wife, like I told you, is younger than me. She's she's 17 years younger than I am. So like wow. I have, yeah, I have to deal with like the the kind of millennial thought patterns and my are you fucking stupid thought patterns. And together we do all right together. You know, it's not a problem. But when her friends come over, I'm like, that's so amazing. What? Yeah. The vacuum. No, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fucking vacuum, vacuum cleaner. It's so amazing. It's, look at that. You're amazed Dude, when by I, when that. When I first got divorced, like you, you, I, my wife, I got re, I'm remarried, and my wife is a little older than me. And but you go through like a midlife thing where like it was right. dating like younger girls or whatever. And this girl, like I know, it, I can't, I couldn't <laughs> take it. And it, it's like it's like Reno. I have a flat tire on 24, and my car's broken down. And it's like, okay, change it. <laughs> and it's like you change it i'm like i'm in dallas like what am i supposed to do she's like it's a, it's a flat tire i'm like i know i'm like call triple a and she's like fuck you you're the alcoholic and it's like oh, wow no, wow wow <laughs> just fucking wow dude wow <laughs> that's what you're gonna do man that's 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 yes, what happens when you stick your dick in crazy son that's all there is to it. That's right. I've been there, been there, done that. I understand, man. Don't worry. <laughs> fuck, fuck. Well, dude, it was fucking incredible having you on the show, man. Like, like any any fucking time you want to come back and hang out with us, even if you're not fucking promoting anything or whatever, you just want to come hang and bullshit like this. You're always welcome, dude. I love you guys, man. I had a blast. Yeah. I, I'm I glad you came you on. Me. Of course, man. Of course. And like, like I said, dude, this has been one of the fun shows we've had in quite some time, dude. Yeah, you guys are a blast. Thanks, man. man. And, and if anybody wants to come, theloftestparty.com. Yeah, that's right. If they want to check out dates and cool. we'll try, Maybe we can get that up on our website. What we'll do is we'll get it uh, the picture of you guys, and we'll put that on our website on the front page with uh, the tickets and the listings and shit, so that way we can get some promotion out there for that, too. Oh, hell yeah. I appreciate it, man. No, not a problem. Um, so, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us once again on a incredible I want to thank Reno once again for joining us. been one of the best guests we've had in a while. He's fucking a stick. If you want to go and look up his stuff, where to, where to go look again, Reno? Theloftestparty.com. That's right. I have all the information. Or renocollier.net. Some Chinese guy bought .com for two seconds. I let it opened up for two seconds, gone, and they're like, it's in China. <laughs> and I'm like, why are Chinese people buying sites? <laughs> They're like, so you have to pay for it. Yeah, that's right. They're holding it. That's right. That's right. Oh. But you can find it on the dot com. But you guys, thank you so much for it. Am I doing? You're doing. You're right. doing perfectly fine, man. But yeah. So I was your host, Wayne. 
I'm the rum guy. And that was Reno. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, metal! That's it. Get 